An analysis of U.S. government employment data shows that women make up fewer than 30% of the employed information security professional. Why is that number so low? Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and to answer that question, I'm pleased to be joined by three experts in cybersecurity. Gene Spafford, Executive Director of Purdue University Center for Education and Research in Information Assurance and Security. Michelle Kwan, the former Director of the Department of Homeland Security's U.S. Computer Emergency Readiness Team. And now she heads her own advisory firm, Michelle Kwan and Associates, and Shen Shi Wang, Vice President of Market Intelligence at Intel Security. Welcome all. Thank you. The genesis of this panel dates back to the RSA IT Security Conference earlier this year when I ran into SPAP and he was lamenting the dearth of women seeking careers in IT security. SPAP, how would you characterize the role of women in IT security field these days? we look at the numbers, there are a smaller number of women going into the field as compared to their presence in the population as a whole. The order of 12 to 15 percent of students who are choosing this as a profession are female. Then in the field, we also see some pervasive kinds of pressure at conferences. You don't see very many women on panels or speaking as compared to their presence in the workforce. When I speak to audiences, I see usually only 15 to 20 percent of the population in the audiences are female. Speaking with some of the women, in private at least, they will say that they very often are not given the same attention to their ideas or their capabilities that some of their male counterparts have. In some professional settings, they even face various kinds of overt harassment up to and including unwanted touching and discussions that have nothing to do with their technical expertise in professional settings. Altogether, that creates an unfortunate environment where we don't have enough of them participating and having the advantage of their, their expertise, their ideas, and their diversity of views. Chen Shi, you you wrote a a blog titled, It's Time to Start a New Dialogue, Saying Goodbye to Booth Babes Once and for All, and you're referring to uh, these women in hot pants at uh, trade shows. It's not just the IT field, but it does happen in the IT field. How symbolic are IT trade shows in signaling attitudes toward women in the field? I think the security industry conference is actually a bit worse. In the security industry, as compared to other computer science or high-tech industry, you do see more of the booth vape phenomena happening. And this is why we wrote that blog. The symptom actually is what Saf described. The root cause of the problem is because of the culture. The culture is, in this industry, it is not that friendly to young women who's entering the computer science field in general, and if they're picking between different subfields, and that's what staff is seeing. And I used to see that at CMU as well. And and when I was at CMU, it's very common for, for me to go into a meeting with room full of men, and it hasn't changed since the time I was there. Staff's description is exactly accurate. As a former professor in, in computer science, um, specifically in security, getting women interested in attending the classes was difficult. And I think that partially stems back to some issues with women in math and being dissuaded from joining into fields that are math-oriented. I think you see a higher rate of women in information management. Once the math requirement is dropped, you see an increase in women. But in security and computer science, where there's still a, a core math curriculum, it's not for lack of knowing how, it's just for not being guided towards that field, I think. So starting from the education perspective, I think it's difficult. Starting in the workforce, I have, in my 32 years, and yes, I feel like a very old woman, I have always been one or two 
possibly three technical women in any shop I've ever worked in. And I actually did not work with a woman until 2005, if that should shock you all. I did not technically interact with another woman. The field was very barren for a very long time. I do see a bigger increase now if you look at the field in terms of compliance or information assurance as a field. I do see a higher number of women in the audit area, but in the technical area, I see a very small if nominal increase in the women that I work with. I'll also tell you that, you know, just doing the Hack in the Box keynote where the Hack in, Hack in the Box had all women keynote speakers this year, when I looked out in the audience as the closing keynote, there were two women in the audience. There were about 100 men. We do have some cultural issues, but that cultural does not translate into a military environment or a government environment or a financial sector environment. You don't find that culture there, yet you still find similar patterns of women. I hate to say this, but I think this is the world we're still living in and hate to admit we live here. We're still in the world where women are killed because they didn't agree on who to marry. We still live in a difficult world where, though we don't like to talk about it and though we don't like to recognize that this is a problem for women, you know, we, we have a problem every morning when we wake up and we go to the gas station and gas station clerk whistles at us or we go for groceries and the, the grocery clerk who hasn't graduated from high school yet tells you that you're counting change wrong and tries to educate you on that when you haven't counted your change wrong. We as women still have a struggle and still have a ways to go. And I think when you pick a field that is based on credibility of knowledge, it's challenging for a woman to create a reputation strong enough to battle social norms. So you're not only battling whether or not you're competent, qualified, have enough experience, know the answer, <laughs> which is often the hard part in our field, but you're also battling social norms. For some women, that's hard. That's too hard probably several hundred women who are in the field who are doing great things. That's actually part of the issue. I know a lot of men who are mediocre, but I don't really know any women who are mediocre. They don't have the ability, the freedom to make mistakes, to put forward outrageous ideas that may not succeed, or to be in a situation where they have to admit they don't know something and ask questions because the additional aspect of, of being female and being in those situations is very negative. They're judged differently. We have males in the field who will do stupid things or not know information or not be very good, and it's just kind of dismissed. They're passed over for whatever it is or sometimes they're even promoted. When it's with women, they get much harsher criticism. We see that on a regular basis in, in many different environments. They're not given the freedom to fail occasionally, to make mistakes. As a result, it makes some of them more hesitant. They don't get promoted as often because they're not able to exert that kind of innovation. And some of them actually leave the field because the criticism is very harsh for doing basically what some of their male colleagues do. If I were a man, I'd be seen as a strong leader, but because I do the same thing a man would have done, I am considered a nasty person. Let's just say it that way. We could use the B yeah. word, but... <laughs> I, do, I, I do agree there's a double standard in judging, especially in judging when you fail, and uh, I see that in the workplace. I used to see that at CMU, and, and some of my students were exactly as what staff described. They were afraid of making a comment in, in, a, in a meeting because they were afraid of being viewed as making a mistake. That kind of insecurity I see is higher in terms of mentality than I see in my male students. What are some of the solutions? What, what can be done to change the culture and to get more women involved in IT security? 
Well, I definitely think mentoring is incredibly important. And in that mentoring, as people who are in the role of leadership, that they bring those women on board. And as staff said, just as men are allowed to have mistakes, give women a area in which they can take risks. I think that's one of the biggest things that makes any person much more valuable is a person who has taken risk, sometimes succeeded, sometimes failed, but learned how to walk that line of innovation. As we, as women leaders, move forward, we have to mentor and hire and give those women those opportunities to walk that risk line in order to grow. We offer a lot of education. We offer a lot of scholarships, and that's great, but we have to go one step forward and give our women opportunities And those opportunities are those leadership opportunities, those risk-taking opportunities, and those opportunities to fail so that they can learn and become better leaders. Does mentoring have to be done by women or can it be done by men? No, it can be done by men. Yes, yes. In fact, some of my best mentors were men. Yeah, we have to change the attitude of, I won't say all, but many of the males who are in the workforce, who are educators, who are leaders, and the people who are just working to be aware of the disparities, be aware of some of the double standards of judging and of giving opportunity, and not only change their own behavior, but call it out when others misbehave. When they see a situation where somebody says, you know, she can't handle it, well, push back and say, well, why can't she handle it? Or why don't you give her the opportunity? If you see some misbehavior in a professional setting where something is said about someone, and and this should be the case for everybody, not just for women, but for anybody, where inappropriate comment is made, call it out and push back on it. Where inappropriate behavior occurs, call it out and push back on it. Be aware that this is a field where we should judge on ability and talent and give people the opportunity to prove themselves, not based on what they look like. That's all sounding good. So how do you get people to do that? It starts early. Just like we're starting early with technology, we need to start earlier with changing our social norms. Changing the culture in schools, high school, Primary school, though, it has a, has a longer-term return on investment. It's really important. I think it's really important to have community. When I was in graduate school, going to conferences like Grace Hopper Conference made a big difference in my career, in my view of things. Having that kind of community, whether it's virtual, whether it's physical, is very important for someone who's just starting out in their career. That's important, too, because we have so few women in some environments when they have the kind of pressures on them or they have the undue criticism, they may take it personally rather than understanding that it is something that is endemic to the system. So having the sense of community allows them to network and discover that, no, in fact, other people have this kind of behavior. It isn't just me. It's actually a problem with the system. Yes. You are one of the mentors of many computer security leaders, men and women. Have you seen your female students do equally as well as your your male students in in the years you've been a professor? Um, I have seen them all succeed, but perhaps not to the same level. In conversation with them, I don't know where that comes from. Some of them don't seem to have quite the same level of vision or ambition. I'll have undergrad students come to me and talk about grad school. Many of the males will talk about going on for a PhD and starting a company, whereas many of the uh, women will talk about only maybe getting a master's and going to work for some of those other people. They don't seem to have early on been given the sense of opportunity that they could otherwise. That has to be nurtured, and I think that has a long-lasting effect on their professional achievements as well. 
Some have done very well, but generally those have been ones who have not come up through the U.S. schooling system. Several of them are European. And why do you think that's the case? Europeans doing better? In parts of Northern Europe and parts of Asia and other areas, there is a little bit more of an equal sense of responsibility and of possibility that's given to them from a very early age. I would agree from my own anecdotal evidence. I grew up in China, and when I was growing up, it was not with princess books. It was with Madame Curie books. Your role models are very different. So I don't know if it's an endemic thing in China versus other culture, but uh, you know that certainly made a difference in my way of thinking and my view in life. Another thing I thought, going back to Bass comment earlier about women has to be allowed to make mistakes, has to be allowed to fail without such harsh criticism. I think that carries from professional life to our society as well. And if you look at how women are criticized being one type of mother versus another type, stay-at-home mom versus working mom, there are a lot of harsh criticism out there as well for that, which I think is dangerous to society as well as to nurturing the next generation of women leaders. I want to pick up one other point that was mentioned earlier. I think Michelle said that women may be more toward auditing or information assurance. Uh, One of my colleagues raised a question. I don't know whether it's true or not. Do women make better risk managers? Are there certain characteristics of women versus men that there are certain aspects within IT security where they can excel? We see a pattern, but I don't think that that's something intrinsic. I think that's more shaped by society and education. Uh, We see a lot of women, for instance, who work in privacy areas and software engineering and compliance and IT risk, maybe not more some of the technical areas, but I think that's because of the shaping of the environment. Many different people of diverse backgrounds bring different views to a project or to an enterprise and can only enhance it by having that diversity of views and a freedom to express them. We perhaps have not given enough opportunity for women to excel in all roles in the field. I'm left with the impression, listening to you, that there's just so much that has to be done to create a a really welcoming environment in many areas for women. I'm not very optimistic. Uh, Should I be more optimistic? I think you should be optimistic because I actually think this is a very good opportunity time for women. And I think what we need to encourage women to understand is that it's not what it looks like from the outside. There are risks involved. It may seem more challenging, but it's actually a very good opportunity because it's a good opportunity time for everyone. We are looking and seeking out more and more talent for this field. It is an underpopulated field in general, so it is a good opportunity time for women to take that risk and step into an area. There are a lot of openings for junior-level people. There are a lot of openings for career change people, regardless of gender. Because of that, it's an opportune time for women to excel in a field that gives it a positive tilt in that, yes, we have some issues and we need to improve, but because there are so many opportunities, that's the positive, that's the silver lining in this problem. I would agree computer security is a very happening field right now. There are a lot of career opportunities. Another thing I want to bring out is I think we do have more and more women leaders, visible leaders who have been very successful in their careers in this field that can be inspirational to younger women or young scientists who are deciding to enter the field. 
I go to Google weekly for meetings and lunches and whatnot, and and a very healthy population of women. Even though Google's been criticized of not enough diversity, the women population is actually higher than some of the other high tech companies. And I'm also hopeful that this kind of dialogue we are doing here and other places will ultimately make a difference. I would echo what Michelle and Jency said that we are in a time where there's tremendous demand for talent. That anybody who wants to apply themselves to this field has great opportunity. What we're seeing in particular for this problem is there is greater awareness. The fact that you're doing this session, for instance, that we've had more attention focused at various conferences on some of the issues that are involved, help. I believe that if those of us who care about this issue, men and women both, do more to help raise the awareness, to start having some fair treatment across the board, to do what we can to try to improve the numbers, the situation can only get better because there is such a need for talent and such opportunity for imagination and creativity and and hard work that all the factors are in place if we all just keep our eyes on the idea of trying to make things better. Well, I thank all of you for spending time with me today. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Eric. I've been speaking with Gene Spafford of Purdue University, Michelle Kwan of MKA, and Chi Wang of Intel Security. I also extend thanks to Associate Editor Megan Goldschmidt of Information Security Media Group, who helped produce this panel discussion. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.